welcome to Motherhood Unedited. I'm Shana Feingold, a licensed clinical social worker, postpartum coach, and founder of Mindful Reflections. I'm here to show you motherhood in all its glory through speaking with moms about their experiences. It's time women got the chance to speak their truth and to realize that they aren't on this journey alone. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Unedited. Being a parent is one of the hardest jobs a person can have. I have a career and I'm a mom of two, and I would say my full-time gig is a breeze compared to motherhood. And you know what the unfortunate part is? Is that as a mom, you get paid nothing. So this week we're talking with Prashanti about all of that, about the ups and downs of motherhood and this idea of financial freedom or independence and what that can look like for a mom. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Prashanti. Hello, hello. Prashanti, it's so great to have you on here today. Hi, Shahina. Like, even I'm so excited to be part of this. <laughs> I know, it's so fun. We get to talk about motherhood. What could be better? Yeah. Um, but our topic today, actually, which you had brought up, which I think is so interesting, is financial independence. And I've actually heard from some moms that it's not something that's spoken much about and the importance of being independent in a financial way. So I think it's really a great conversation. But before we dive into all of that, I want to hear more about some of your personal experience being a mom to two kiddos. Sure, I could. I will. I'm, I'm very excited to share about it as well. So I got married when I was 24 and ours was a love marriage. So um once after we we got married in 2012 and then my son was born in 2013 so it was a complete a new family that i was into so uh, new people and it took some time for me to adjust and then get things done from them and by the time i got settled in i was pregnant and then everything starts from the pregnancy every change and as it was my first pregnancy like um there were a lot of pampering from my parents as well as my in-laws and my relatives all around. So it was like uh, a complete honeymoon period, I would say. My my pregnancy was a honeymoon period. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh, my son, like he was born in 2013 and uh, he was, uh, my due date was on July 13 and then he was born on July 25th. So he was a fully grown baby. And it was a C-section for me. So after which, like, um, it took three months of time. As I was uh, young by then, so the recovery was very fast for me for the first mm-hmm. delivery. And uh, it, everything was new, like being a parent, uh, starting from feeding your child, mm-hmm. changing their diapers, sleep routine, and everything changed. So everything was new to me. And I should uh, say I was blessed, and I'm blessed to have a wonderful family because who were very supportive and uh, they took a good care of me during my pregnancy and after pregnancy though every woman will have uh, different stages in pregnancy like postpartum depression anxiety i was going through everything but still i was able to come out of it very quickly with the support of my family i should say 
so that that's that's about my yes. uh, son and i have a daughter she was born in 2018 so there's a age difference or age gap between them as a 5 years so it was more easier for me because i had an experience to um of of my previous pregnancy so it was more easier and it was a cake walk for me uh with my daughter and uh, both my uh both my uh delivery was a c section so it need lot of support as you know like anything that we need to do like we need someone to support you so i would i would say that it's a cake walk both the uh, deliveries was a cake walk for me and parenting is also great because i learned a lot of things from my first pregnancy uh starting from taking care of my kid feeding the kid and um, our base is from india so it is completely different on how it is in the us and it's different completely different in the india because the way we feed our kids we don't let them eat by themselves we feed we feed them even 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 if they are one and a half years or two years or three years old so there's a complete change mm-hmm. and uh, i would say like um we came uh, to the us when my uh, second girl baby girl was one and a half years old and then um and then like um she she completely she's like uh, the kids they are in the us now so like she does everything by herself so i feel that that gives me more confidence and then like it it makes my work more easier i would say <laughs> yeah so you actually had both your kids in India. Yes. And then moved to the US. Okay. Yes. So was that just I mean you hear about moms here in the US are you like it's totally different in in India? Yeah, it's completely different because like I have my friends here like uh, who have delivered babies. So it's like completely different and though they are from India the the way that they bring up their child is completely different so it's it's like like something new that i'm looking into like how how come like normally in india like we carry our babies in our hip we don't put them on the uh, trolley or oh, the, the stroller or yeah so, so yeah so we don't use that and like here like when when i tried to put my daughter in the stroller like she was screaming out of the hell <laughs> like she never sat on the stroller and she was not even ready to sit in the car seat so um there's a complete change from the beginning from the time the baby was born like it is completely different i would say it is different in us act when compared to india yeah. so it was like everything was new to me when i when i came here with her right so you had the support of both sets of family so your husband's and yours in india yes yes okay yes so um my husband he has an elder sister and uh his mom passed away in 2008 so he, myself him and my father in law was living in a house in a home and uh, in an apartment so and below the below the ground floor my sister in law was living and uh, in india how it works is like once after we deliver baby we will be at the mom's place for minimum of 3 to 6 months so that our parents take care of us as well as the child and then after 3 months or after 6 months is when we get back to our husband's house so that's, that's how, how it, it is sh- I, i hate using the word should because you'll hear me 
talk about that but <laughs> i feel like that's how it should be it like that's how yeah. the village works in america it's like nope woman be on your own there you go good luck it's like that so that's 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 the privilege that we had or i had every woman has it so so we have the time to uh, recover yeah. and then we have people to support us during the hard time and then like uh, so my parents took care of me as well as my baby and then after six months when I back to my in-laws house my in-law sister-in-law my father-in-law and all my relatives we live in the same area so that like people they keep coming in and then like they take care of the baby so that the mother can have some free time some me time to her so that she doesn't get into the depression or anxiety or the postpartum so that really did wonders well it does they've actually done studies to show how much connection and support can help a woman overcome postpartum anxiety depression like the whole slew of things that can happen and so yes I, i think that is a piece that is often missing in america and some other western nations yes so yeah and i would say like in 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 america yeah that's that's one thing that is missing but i i think i would like to take it in a positive way wherein the baby learns from the scratch or from the beginning the baby learns to be independent do its things and the parents also able to do work so that they could help their family support their family so i I take it in a positive note, though we have those difficulties, but still, I think like I, I like to take it in a positive note. Yeah. Well, I guess that goes into, you know, this uh, topic of the day of independence. So yeah, I, yeah. I guess it's good to spin it in a more positive light. Um, yeah. So I know you had two C-sections when you thought of delivery, because I know I would say most moms have this idea of what it'll be like when they're pregnant was that an expected thing or was that unexpected for you uh it was an unexpected thing i would say so uh for my first delivery as i told you he was a fully grown baby and then they were like uh at the hospital they did say like they could try for a normal delivery so i got admitted two days earlier before um even I could get a pain, but uh, unfortunately I didn't uh, get any pain at all. Even after inducing pain, I had zero uh, pain. So uh, I didn't have any contractions. Uh, People who came or who got admitted after me, they came, they gave birth to the baby and then they were back home by the, even by that time I was still at hospital, not delivering. I was fully pregnant. (laughs) It was some, (laughs) it was something unexpected. And uh, I would say like, even my mother, she had a C-section. So I think it's in the gene wherein I was not able to make it even Mm -hmm. for my second delivery. Um, it went very well because I didn't put on a lot of weight. I was very active even the last day, previous day before my delivery due date. And uh, exactly on the day of my delivery, my water broke, but still uh, I didn't have any contractions. My uterus didn't open. So then finally we thought, okay, fine. There's no other option left. So then, then we went into a c-section so it was completely unexpected because i always wanted to have a normal delivery and i wanted to experience what pain what, what that, pain that pain would be is. how it would be yeah i bet so uh 
<laughs> I never had a chance of it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I know that a lot of moms express, I know that I, I had this for myself where, you know, you, the unexpected happens. It always just, it always seems to happen that way. It's unexpected. And then there's all of this, I don't know if shame, disappointment, I don't know, the list is endless. Did you feel like that or was it like, no, this was for the greater good for my children and I know that that's what needed to happen? And... Uh, I would say like I never had the shame or fear or um, what would people would say. Uh, I never had that because I know about my body. So I was mentally prepared, but I always wanted to give a chance uh, to see whether I could make or make it happen as a normal delivery. Mm -hmm. So that's when I took a uh, few extra steps. Like I would say, like I went, consulted a doctor who was specialized in the VBAC, which ah, is vaginal yeah. birth after C-section. So I did try that. And then like I, I did do all exercise. I did everything that they say, but still my mod, my body is, is not as expected as how I was. So I was not disappointed, but I, I took it in a way that I gave my best to, to make it happen. And then rest all is in God's hands. Right, exactly. It's out of our hands. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I love your positive outlook on it because I, I, I think that is a good way of going about it. It's not always an easy thing to stay positive, but it's definitely a, a plus. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very hard. I would say like, um, I was a kind of a person wherein like, uh, I'm, I'm very sensitive. Even now I'm very sensitive, but, uh, I don't want to take it in a negative way or I don't want to put things into my mind and then like break and then sit down, be in a corner, show that anger to all my children or my uh, husband. So it, it, it is not going to help me. End of the day, it's like a pressure on me as well as on my family, which is ruining everybody's happiness so it's like it i'm i'm on a stage now wherein like i want to take everything in a positive way whatever happens it happens for a good so i wanted yeah. to take it that way yeah are you a big manifester where if you kind of think of you know all the good things then you bring good into your life yeah yeah that's true that that's really true because like what we think what we uh what what thoughts run in our mind or in your in in our body it it obviously reflects on the action that we do so if we want to achieve something if we're going to be positive and we think that that is going to happen to us we're going to achieve the goal or we're going to manifest it surely it will happen so i am a big yeah. believer of it so what do you think has yeah. been the hardest <laughs> thing in over the last 8 years since you know transitioning from not being a mother to being a mother of now too what do you think has been the biggest challenge to stay positive around has there been anything where you're like this this was definitely a struggle okay uh struggle i would say like um the struggle that i felt is like i was working back in india so um i felt bad at times when i leave my mm -hmm. children at home um Though my people, they take very good care of my children, but still there were times where I felt very bad leaving them back home and then getting back to work. And at the same point, like I never wanted to uh, quit my job because I feel 
uh, every woman should have financial independence it is not just because like to pay her bills or to do whatever she wants or to carry a attitude it is mainly to have a calm or a peaceful uh, healthy life as well as mental health so i believe in that so i always wanted to pursue my career um even though like having two children because that gave me a lot of confidence so i believe like when you have when you do not have any physical sorry when you do not have any financial constraints that itself will build you a lot of confidence and that is why i feel uh, like every woman should be independent and should be financially yeah. Uh, independent yeah so that's the only thing which i felt bad leaving my kids back home yeah. and then <laughs> going to work let let's let's get into the financial independence piece of, of things so was that something that was instilled in you from a young age is that like how did you kind of realize that that was such an important piece i was born in a uh, in india we call it as a middle class family wherein like uh, we are not very rich or very not very well to do but we are okay so that's one thing which uh, which made me to take this decision, this decision or uh, which made me to have this and the second thing i would say is like as we as i had a um, middle class background wherein my parents like even they do not have a lot of uh, financial support because my dad he is 70 and still he is working and he is the only breadwinner for his family uh, for for his family so that is one thing which keeps uh, striking me all the time wherein like even at your older age you have to be financially independent so that you don't give any tension or any awkwardness to your kids asking any help to them so that they don't be in an awkward position or we don't put them into that position so that is one thing because uh, every time when my father he wants some money uh, the struggle that he goes through to ask me the money i could feel him so i don't want myself or my kids to be in that situation so i thought every time it is very important to be financially independent so these two things are the main reason i would say yeah i mean those are some big reasons you know cuz you don't want to have to struggle and to be able to you know have that yeah and exactly and and, and i i don't like uh, elders and i don't want elders to be put into that pressure wherein like uh, they think twice or thrice even to spend a single dollar so i don't want them to be in that struggle so how can we eradicate or how can we do this is by being independent from the beginning which will help us to plan mm-hmm. our future so that we don't get into that struggle so yeah. yeah so what do you think about when you hear a mom is a stay at home mom like what kind of comes through there okay so um i'm not sure like how it is in the us but back in india uh, many women uh, who is a stay at home mom who is a complete homemaker um she's not been given the credit what she need or she is not even be treated the way she has to be for all the things that she does she after marriage she just leave, leaves her family she leaves her career she leaves her friends 
to come into mm-hmm. this new family, build a build a family here. So when 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 I see such kind of a woman, I feel so upset, or it, it is really worrying when women are not being given the respect that they have to be given. So even even being at home, she's not being idle she's doing everything that is needed for the family she feeds the kids she does every single chore that has to be taken care at the home and on top of it like she has to plan everything for the next day it is so easy to say Mm -hmm. that she's just a homemaker she she's just a mom who's at home takes care of her children it is not so easy because we need a lot of things Mm -hmm. to be done we need a lot of thinking process like everything runs in our mind and then like we have to think what should we do for the next day what what should be done for the kid what should be done for the husband so everything runs in behind in her mind and like she has to do multitasking so which is not very easy Mm -hmm. and uh, many many men they just simply they say oh she's just at home yeah she's taking care of her kids she does nothing but when you are put into that position is when I believe women or when you are put into that position is when men will realize how many work does that women do for you and your family. Like I actually look at a stay-at-home mom and I'm like, you, I'm going to say a saint because I'm a, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have enough patience in me to, to be home doing all the work that goes into being a stay-at-home mom. It, it really is not enough credit sometimes. Um, but in terms of being financially independent, yeah. does that put a stop stop to that? How does one become financially independent and be staying at home? So, um, like I, uh, days are changing. Days are changing. I'm not saying it is completely changed, but days are changing. Wherein, uh, home, uh, mom at home, like like they start doing things like with their uh, knowledge, with their creativity, art, anything, any small thing would help them to um, earn money. So these days, like we have a lot of things to do by earning money being at home working from home spending few hours like let it be a smallest thing smallest artwork or any craft work or uh, when it comes to india the food food is something very important to people in india back in india like as we cook a lot our cooking procedure is completely different as you know so even from even from the cooking part like if you're going to make some spice powders that will help you like you can sell them so there are a lot of ways that we we can make out and then we can be financially independent but it is like it is like i i believe that it is completely uh dependent on that particular mom who wants to come out of this i would say that so if she wants to really come out of if she really wants to build her um, hobby or build her passion towards what she wanted to do I think like that would be one thing which will help all the women uh, to be financially strong it might be small because at the beginning we don't like at the start we cannot go or like reach some heights so it it is the step-by-step process and the consistency consistency which is going to help us to build that or it is going to help us to grow to that level so 
I feel that. So every mm-hmm. every mom, every woman will have something special or something unique in her, wherein which she could proceed or which she could build as a passion and then start doing it so that it might not give her a big amount or a big dollar bill, but it helps her to come out of the stress that she's undergoing and it helps us to help her to have some me time, some relaxation. So I think that's one thing which everyone should think about and then like they have to start doing. Yeah, I I think you have a good point that it doesn't have to be some big career, but it could yeah. be you know, a, an hour here, an hour there just to be able to have something that for yourself, I think. You know? Yeah, that that's very important. Having something for yourself, doing what you love to do is very important. Uh, we have people around us like who pass comments or who say like, what is that you're going to gain by doing this? You can just sit, sit happily at home. Your husband is earning enough. Why do you even want to do, do this? Yeah, my husband is earning enough. That doesn't mean that I should put an end to everything. Or that doesn't mean that I should give away, give away my passion, right? So mm-hmm. it is something that gives happiness to me. So I feel every mom, every woman should try doing it. And then now, as we know, like after this pandemic, everything has gone online. So we have a yeah. lot of options. We have a lot of uh, platforms to go check and then like start doing things like small thing might like content writing um and many things like that because i do all this <laughs> i i explore things though i'm i was not i'm not able to do it consistently but i love learning things so i take up some classes i learn i just understand how they do it i try to build it by myself so I believe learning is also a key point. We should have that interest so that we could proceed further. It might not help at the nearest, but it will help us someday is what I believe. Knowledge is power, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And you're right. Since the pandemic, we are able to do a lot more stuff online. And I've seen more and more women who were probably more stay-at-home moms before. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're getting into, you know, social media marketing. They're doing some of those MLMs. They're, they're doing so many different things. And Etsy, like so many yeah. things that are a possibility and to actually make meaning out of some of those passions and and to do yes. something independent can be so powerful, especially sometimes where it is looked on sometimes in America. Oh, she's just a stay-at-home mom. How, how easy is that? But like you said, yeah, be in their shoes. No, not easy at all. But they don't get any Not Not at it. all. <laughs> you have to be on your feet. Like, because as I told you, like my little one, she is three and a half. So from the time she is up till the time she goes to bed, like, she constantly wants me because my husband he's busy working and my son he goes to school so i am the only person who who's being with her keeping her occupied playing with her doing things to her and yeah obviously at some point like we might also lose our cool and then like say you you please play for some time leave me alone but still it is not that easy (laughs) yeah but it's still it is not that easy uh to be a stay-at-home mom and then do things yeah it's not easy yeah so what do you do for your financial independence okay 
so as i as i told you like um i recently took up a class for content creation and then i have done a course on social media manager wherein managing uh, social media accounts for others so which helps me in turn to uh, earn some money and i do social media marketing for my friend who's back in india so i help him in creating posts creating contents and then designing posts and all that so that's one passion that i have and i do do the digital art so i've started learning it so that that's one thing because i'm i love painting i love drawing so i do that and uh, i'm also planning to do something about uh, dance because i'm a professional dancer so oh that's cool <laughs> so like i i keep exploring so these are some things that i do right now as of now and then i'm a content creator so yeah yes awesome. are you looking for other clients or is it pretty much you know friends family people in your circle i'm just taking baby steps so that i could concentrate on one project give good results so that i could learn more from it and then like take uh, take up next uh, clients or people who are interested to get things done from me yeah i'm open for it yes Great. If I know that financial independence is kind of our, our theme for today, but if there was any other advice that you would tell a mom just who's transitioning into the motherhood role, what would that be? So uh, things that I learned from my pregnancy or from my motherhood, I would say like, uh, though you get a lot of pampering during, during your pregnancy, it is always good to be active. <laughs> because that's one thing that I, i i seriously learned from my first pregnancy because like as i told you i was married and then i got pregnant immediately and then i was completely pampered so i gained a lot of weight which i i would say that was also a reason for me might be that might also be a reason for not doing it or getting into a normal delivery i was like had my c section so being active being positive and then like try to keep yourself like uh, happy i would say whatever i know it's difficult people who talk about it yeah it it'll be nice to hear oh yeah but when people who are in that exact situation is when they will understand or they will say it is very easy for you to talk but how can we do it but try try to be happy keep yourself happy do things that you like to do and then eat on time stay active these are the things i would like to say because for my second pregnancy i was very active till last day which also helped my body to get a speedy recovery though it might be a normal delivery it might be a c section that doesn't matter but it is completely on how we take care of ourselves so put yourself first because you are the only person who can take care of you though we have our family husband friends relatives it is only you who know you exactly so put yourself first take complete uh, care of yourself and stay happy is what i would like to say yes that is a good one especially cuz i think a lot of times we put ourselves at the back of the line but yeah like you said if we don't take care of us who's going to take really take care of us so that we can do exactly that. Yeah. 
so it is us who have to be responsible for things that is happening to us so put yeah. yourself first stay happy stay happy yes and yeah and that's the biggest thing and I, I think even going back to the active piece I think a lot of people especially in America have this idea that to be active I have to run or I have to bike or I have to do something cardio and you know sometimes we can stay active just by taking a walk around the the neighborhood or walking a dog or yoga or Pilates, if people like that. Like, it doesn't always have to be go, go, go. I would also say like doing our things at home is also being active, right? So though you're pregnant, yeah, like few pregnant women might have complications or they might need to rest for first initial three months. So it is, yeah, it is completely understandable. But doing your chores also makes you active so that it pushes you to get up from the place or the couch or the bed where you're sitting and then like doing things around the house also makes you active and then which gives you energy and as you said like going for a walk walking I would say like walking gives you a lot of energy lots of positive thoughts I would say because I've experienced it though I'm not doing it now but um back uh two three months like is when like i was actively uh walking every uh every day i walk for one hour and that gives you a lot of like because we go out get fresh air and then we tend to meet people smile at them try to get uh new friends or talk to people whom you who whom you do know do not know but that gives you some kind of a happiness a relief from sitting in front of the system or looking into your uh, gadgets. So I think walking is something that really gives you a lot of uh, refreshment. Yeah. Yeah. Even if that's walking with a friend who maybe also has a kid or, you know, having that connection at the same time as a walk. I think those are all very important things. I know that's what uh, I've enjoyed doing sometimes is, you know, even meeting up with a friend and doing something that we both enjoy. And we both have that that might be like even that. a 10, 15 minutes walk, but that will be a complete yeah. refreshment. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for being on today. This has been really great. I love talking about the financial independence piece and doing things that you enjoy and that helps us stay positive and to really, I would say, cherish motherhood even just a little bit. So thank you again. It's been really great speaking to you. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Be kind to yourself and I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode on Motherhood Unedited, where we are getting real and raw about the mom life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it gave you some clarity on your own motherhood journey. Don't forget to download and share the episode with anyone you feel who could truly benefit from the message. Also, if you have enjoyed listening to Motherhood Unedited, please take a moment and write a review. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. My goal with this podcast is to give back to mothers everywhere in a variety of ways. Right now, the place that I am putting much of my focus is in the Ukraine. That being said, for every review I receive, I will be donating a dollar to UN Women USA to help mothers and children who are fleeing and fighting for their lives in the Ukraine. 
Every woman and child deserves to feel loved and safe. Your support means more to me than you know. Lastly, if you are a mother struggling right now, please connect with me. My practice, Mindful Reflections, is here to help any way that we can. Check out my website at mindfulreflections.com. Thank you again for tuning in. See you next week.